Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning Pacific time, 7.40 Central uh, Mountain time, uh, 8.40 Central time, 9.40 Michigan and East Coast time. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on sound, S-O-U-N-D, cloud, C-L-O-U-D, put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and these calls are archived back nine, back nine plus years. Um, if you would like to listen to us live and you're hearing this on a podcast, if you dial area code 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the code, put in 910022, you can join us live. Always thrilled to have listeners along, be they live listeners or listeners that have joined us through a podcast. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in both nutrition, exercise, and um, fitness. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm trying to think of what the other thing was, but I always have been really interested in health-related things because I had grandparents that were not in superior health when I was in high school, and it really left a lasting impression on me, so much so that I've tried to avoid the health things that they had that seemed to be hereditary within my uh, personal family. With that being said, that TR90 lifestyle, when you are first starting out, it is one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein, at least 30 grams of protein at three of those meals, taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If you're not able to take it 15 to 20 minutes before your meal, do take them with your meals. It'll still work. It's just not quite as effective as it would have been had you been able to take it 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time. With that being said, um, staying hydrated is really an important part of this program. Keep, um, you should be drinking plenty of water. The current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for instance, you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water daily. It's really, a, it's one of those things that masks itself as oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. No, what you really need to do is stop, drink a glass of water, wait five minutes and see if you're still hungry because sometimes it is the dehydration actually already setting in and that thirst is a, that thirst shows up as a hunger cue for some people. So making sure that you're staying really hydrated is important. If you're exercising have moderately to heavily or if you're very humid area, you'll probably need to increase that amount of fluid you're drinking because your body is losing moisture and if you're exercising heavily you can lose and for over a long period of time you could lose up to a quart of moisture off of your body in an hour so do keep that in mind seven to nine hours of good quality rest nightly is really key it helps keep your hormones in balance, your body does a bunch of system resets, I like to call them overnight, 
where it clears out toxins, um, really sets you up for the next day. If you've got adequate amount of sleep, then you really can set yourself up for a really good day the following day. So do keep that in mind. Exercising moderately to heavily five days a week, at least 30 minutes on those five days. And if you hear Frank, like you said yesterday, you know, they keep, they've been doing hashtag no days off for now 1,400 and almost 80 days and of some sort of exercise. And it started out as a 30-day challenge. Challenge yourself. Write down your food. Write down your exercise so that you're journaling about it and keeping an eye on what you're eating, what you're what you shouldn't be eating, and that will really help you going forward. So seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day, they give you micronutrients, macronutrients, and lots of fiber. And as I mentioned earlier this week, um, ladies should be getting about 40 grams of fiber and guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber because it actually helps um, keep your digestive system moving along, but also helps prevent some other things from happening, some of the cancers and um, colon issues and some of that. So with that being said, I'm always looking for information to share with you that might help support our TR90 lifestyle. And I am sharing some information today out of a book that is called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. And even though this book was published in 2006, it just has a wealth of really good science-based, accurate information. And so I keep going back to it to share information with you out of it. And today I'm actually going to be talking about a superfood that is tomatoes and why tomatoes are perhaps prebiotic, which means they're helping to get your body in your biome to work, but it helps feed the good bacteria in your body. So source uh, tomatoes are a source of lycopene. They're low in calories. They're high in vitamin C. Alpha and beta carotene are located in tomatoes. Lutein and zeaxanthin. Phytoin and phytofluin. Potassium, B vitamins, which include B6, niacin, folate, thiamine, and panathenetic acid, chromium, biotin, and fiber. The sidekicks to the tomato. That would be your watermelon, your pink grapefruit, your Japanese persimmons, your red flushed papayas, and your strawberry guavas. Try to eat at least one serving of processed tomatoes or sidekicks listed per day, multiple servings per week of fresh tomatoes. Tomatoes are an extremely popular superfood, and it's easy to see why. They're delicious and in their extremely healthy, health-promoting processed form, they're relatively inexpensive and widely available all year round. They're a wonderful superfood to rely on in the winter because in the processed form, they're easy to find and make a great addition to winter soups and stews as well as pasta dishes. Despite their checkered past, they were once considered a dangerous food. 
Tomatoes are now enjoyed in cuisines worldwide. They originated in South America. They were first cultivated in Mexico. Today, tomatoes are one of the top-selling vegetables in the United States. We owe a lot to the tomato. It keeps us healthy no matter what, even packing a nutritional punch in foods like pizza and ketchup. Research has demonstrated that regular consumption of tomatoes and their sidekicks is associated with a reduced risk for cancer, including prostate, breast, bladder, lung, and stomach cancers, a reduced risk for coronary artery disease, a reduced risk for sun-related skin damage, ah, that's because of lycopene, a reduced risk of macular degeneration and cataracts. Tomatoes have received lots of attention over the past few years due to their rich supply of lycopene. Lycopene is a carotenoid, a pigment that is responsible for the rich red color of tomatoes. A powerful antioxidant, lycopene seems to be able to protect cells and other structures in the body from oxygen damage. Um, If you've ever listened to Dr. Joe Chang talk about that and our G3 drink, because that has so many um, antioxidants in it, that is why it is so good for you. A number of studies have demonstrated that lycopene is a powerful cancer fighter. It's effective in lowering that risk of prostate, breast, digestive tract, cervical, bladder, and lung cancers. In addition, lycopene's antioxidant ability seems to make it an important player in the prevention of heart disease. It's important to remember that it's the synergy of nutrients in the whole food that usually gives it its disease-fighting and health-promoting power. In a recent study, it was found that rats that were treated with lycopene in powdered form did not enjoy the protection of those treated with the actual tomato powder. Rats that received the food-based lycopene were 26% less likely to die of prostate cancer and those taking the supplement were only slightly less likely to die when compared with those taking nothing. So that's why we try to encourage you to eat the whole food. Recent research has amplified the good news on tomatoes. In addition to the benefits already widely reported, here are some updates that are on why it's important to eat tomatoes frequently. Recent studies confirmed emphatically that a diet rich in tomatoes helps prevent prostate cancer. A meta-study of 21 studies found that men who ate the highest amount of raw tomatoes had a 19% reduction in that prostate cancer risk. Even one six-ounce serving reduced the risk of this disease by 3%. Exciting new research shows that the high lycopene consumption is inversely related to the risk for pancreatic cancer, a frequently deadly, fast-progressing cancer. In this study, data showed that the men consuming the most lycopene had a 31% reduction in their risk for pancreatic cancer, and among the subjects who had never smoked, those whose diets were rich in beta-carotene or total carotenoids reduced their risk by 43% and 42% respectively. The easiest way to increase your daily lycopene intake dramatically is to drink eight ounces of R.W. Knudsen, and Knudsen spelled K-N-U-D-S-E-N, 
low-sodium, very veggie vegetable cocktail. It contains a whopping 22 milligrams of lycopene per 8 ounces. Tomato juice has, in general, has been identified as an effective blood thinner in recent studies. People in the study had, that had type 2 diabetes, they drank 8 ounces of tomato juice or a placebo daily. In three weeks, the platelet aggregation or the clumping together of blood cells in the tomato juice drinkers was significantly reduced. No change was seen in those drinking the placebo. As diabetics can diabetes can cause blood vessel damage, which encourages platelets to clump and stick to the vessel walls and ultimately lead to cardiovascular disease, it's welcome news that a glass of tomato juice a day has potent health benefits. So a daily glass of tomato juice is a good idea, not only for those with diabetes, but for anyone susceptible for blood clot formation. Those who have recently had a surgical procedure, who travel long distances on planes, who smoke, or who have high cholesterol, might consider drinking a daily glass of tomato juice. Look for low-sodium tomato juice if you can find that it is that if you find that it is too bland, add a dash of hot sauce and a sprinkle of celery seed and a squeeze of lemon juice or a dash of vegetal purpose seasoning to improve the taste. An impressive body of research confirms that the protective nature of tomato-based foods is, is in the prevention of cardiovascular disease. One study published recently that followed 39,876 middle-aged and older women who were free from both cancer and cardiovascular disease at the start of the study. And after more than seven years of follow-up, those who consumed seven to 10 servings each week of lycopene-rich foods were found to have a 29% lower risk for cardiovascular disease compared with women who ate fewer than 1.5 servings of tomato products weekly. While tomato, while tomato is a major superfood, I would like to call attention to the benefits of its sidekicks, watermelon and pink grapefruit. Don't forget that both of these delicious fruits are rich in the disease fighter lycopene, and some experts say that red watermelon is an even richer source of lycopene than tomatoes. It's interesting that nature has provided an all-year-round source of this important nutrient. In the winter, we rely on tomatoes in pasta sauces, soups, and stews, while in warmer weather, we enjoy that watermelon. Pink grapefruit is delicious all year round. Remember that lycopene needs some dietary fat to be absorbed. This isn't as difficult with tomatoes as we often eat them with olive oil, but grapefruit and watermelon may take some special effort while eating grapefruit Follow with a slice of whole grain toast topped with mashed avocado, a few drops of hot sauce, or enjoy your watermelon as a dessert following a meal that has included some healthy fat. And I think with that, I'm going to stop there for today. Just um, to know that at the top of the hour, if you're building a new skin business, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, you can catch one of our wonderful leaders sharing some information on how to build that new skin business. With that, this is Susan Mann for April 28th.
2022 signing out. I'm going to take us off mute for any questions, comments, or thoughts you might have. Great shout out to both Frank Lomas and Brian Curry who helped keep us moving along technically and things posted. I don't know what we would do without these two wonderful gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, there we have it. Why we should be including tomato juice and watermelons and grapefruit into our Tier 90 lifestyle. Sounds good. I like the watermelon and and watermelon. What is it? Watermelon, cantaloupe, and there was another one that has less sugar, so you can eat, you can enjoy it without worrying about a lot of sugar. That's true. That's true. Oh, blueberries. Oh, yes. Those blueberries, boy, aren't they? Those little things, I like to get them in the summertime, individually freeze them, put them in a a freezer bag, and sometimes just pull them right out of the bag and eat a a handful for a snack, frozen. That that sounds like a good idea. Well, between that and grapes, if you if you wash and you freeze the grapes individually rather than in clumps, you can do the same thing. That when it's real hot, if you just want a little something that's sweet and cold, you can grab, you know, a handful of those too and eat them, and it's just it's quite refreshing. I'm gonna try it. You are wor- you or you are could fill or you could fill your water with them. <laughs> you can chill them oh, with that's your water with them as ice cream. <laughs> Oh, that's another idea. No, well, you never know what you might spark coming out of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Are you teaching today? I am. I'm teaching PE today, and I'm teaching PE tomorrow, two different schools. Uh, and it's the last of my three weeks of teaching PE, three days a week at these two schools, unless somebody needs a PE teacher again sometime in the next month. But we'll see. I always keep looking to see what pops up on the sub schedule and grab something that looks interesting. But PE tends to keep me moving a little more than in the regular classroom. Although I do manage to get my steps in because I'm usually walking around and monitoring, monitoring those kids either on the playground or in the classroom. So. <laughs> well, you are one busy lady. I'm telling you, between school and and the dogs and the cats, you. You're always on the go. Well, I try to be because sometimes I get really lazy and don't get all of the steps I want to get in. So it's I wear that Fitbit to remind me: did I get did I get to my goal today, or do I need to to take a look at it and try to up it? So there is that. So well, put I'm me gonna, on my toes. I'm gonna get to my exercises because I was puttering around the house. I I usually like to do my exercises when I'm listening, but today I was taking notes, so that means what you were saying was important. (laughs) Well, you are most welcome, and we'll probably be continuing a little bit more with tomatoes next week. I didn't look far enough ahead to see if that was the case, but I highly suspect it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll be on tomorrow to keep everybody calm and ready for the weekend. 
Yes, and I look forward to that because that's such a relaxing part of my day. <laughs> well, thank you. End of my week was when you get right down to it, so. Okay, guys, I'm going to pop off and get my exercises done. And you all have a great well, day and I'll Fabulous, and we'll be back here tomorrow for Miss Victoria and one of her wonderful meditations, folks. Have a great day.